3: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: You know, Hub, I think you hit a great point there. Hub Arkish. Normally, I'd invite
1: Hub arkish as the elder statesman of the Bears beat to uh, ask the first question. As all of you know, he had a well-documented medical event here at Hell's Hall last year. Um, he's on the road to recovery, and we're looking forward to uh, welcoming him back here on a regular basis. Who wants to step into Hub's big shoes? Hey, George. Hi, Adam.
0: Obviously can't step into Hub's shoes, but... Uh,
4: Hub Arkish, isn't that getting better next this? Hub
5: Arkish with Parkins and Spiegel on 670 The Score.
0: Thrilled, as always, to be able to talk to Hub Arkish from Shaw Media and 670 The Score on the Circle Resort and Casino Hotline, Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Hey, Hub, how's it going? Doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. Nice to hear your voice, Hub. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they put they put Adam Hogue in a in a tough spot yesterday with that intro. I don't know if you heard it. but
1: uh, uh, you, you know, it was funny because uh, I... I was really bummed that I couldn't be there. I I had therapy set up, and I couldn't cancel it. But last night I went to uh, something else that was going on out in Lake Forest, and uh, George was there, uh, McCaskey, and he told me he had done that, Uh, and I was kind of taken aback. I was a little embarrassed, actually. but It was so nice. The Bears had just been great to me, and, and, you know, trying to – do what they can, and uh, uh, I wish I had been there i, I just uh I you know, was really sorry to miss it, but everything that I watched and have heard and uh, uh seen so far is that uh, they, they seem to have gotten this one right the Chicago Bears that is, and uh Kevin Warren is certainly a really interesting hire so far.
5: Tell us, tell us more about that, Hub. No one brings the context and uh, and the decades of experience to this quite the way that you do. Um, how does this hire fit with what we have all seen for for years in terms of the Bears presidency?
1: Well, I, I think what I like the most about it is that uh, he he's got football in his background. He's not a football guy. His dad played college football. His uncle played college football. Uh, Kevin Warren was actually a college basketball player um and uh all of his uh not all of of course uh, i'm sure you guys know and a lot of our listeners know uh he is a lawyer Uh, he went to law school uh practiced law was actually an agent for a while but also has extensive work in the football business and and one of the things i like about it is that it's all in the football business he he is not uh, a personnel guy you know i'm sure he'll have opinions like we all do Um, But he has run three different NFL business operations, you know, started first uh, with the the Rams and then worked with the Lions and worked with the Vikings. And the Vikings in particular, uh, he had a long term there, uh, which is consistent with what the the Bears are hoping to get done now. Um, And then beyond that, uh, took a break from the NFL and went over to the Big Ten and what he's done the last three years there has been uh, really never been done before. When you look at what he did in growing the conference to 16 teams and and, and some big-name schools that he added and the $7 billion uh, TV deal that he's worked out over the next seven years, uh, uh, he's accomplished pretty much everything that you would like. And then one other piece that that maybe a lot of local folks and Bears fans aren't aware of is uh, they know that the Minnesota Vikings built a new stadium, you know, what was it, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it was, um, but it is – One of the more highly regarded uh, facilities in the National Football League and uh, has a lot of the elements that the Bears are looking for, both in the football stadium portion of it and the ability to add, uh, you know, other things, uh, restaurants and hopefully, uh, you know, whatever it's, hotels or whatever it may be. And uh, so he's accomplished pretty much everything that the Bears hope to accomplish in the NFL and in football, Um, and, uh, you know, he just seems to be a really bright guy and should be great at at what they're hoping to do.
0: Yeah, uh, U.S. Bank Stadium opening actually in 2016, the Metrodome felt like it probably needed to be replaced the second it opened. Uh, I remember going to the Metrodome in Minneapolis, and it was like a wind tunnel pushing you out of that thing. It was like a very dangerous old-school dome structure. But, yeah, he has built the stadium. He's done it before Hub. Uh, like you said, it's been interesting to me to see the reaction of, well, it's not Ted Phillips, and so that's good, and I think a lot of people had <laughs> signed up on something like that, but how much of an impact the this job actually has in wins and losses, because he's talking about championships yesterday, how much of an impact do you think team presidents have in wins and losses, and how much of an impact do you think Kevin Warren will have in that regard?
1: Well, that comes down to whether he hires the right football people. And, and and that's something that we don't know a lot about because even in three stays with the Rams and, and, and the Lions and the Vikings, um, I don't, he wasn't the the, uh, the boss like he is now, right. he wasn't hiring coaches and GMs. And so that is something we have to wait and see, but the people that he has hired to accomplish what he's accomplished both in, in college football with the big 10 uh, and, and of course with those three NFL teams, uh, you know, have, have done very well at what they were hired to do. Um, you know, he, again, his, his dad played college football, his uncle did. Uh, he has football background, you know, and I'm sure he knows uh, you know a lot about the game and, and hopefully, you know, knows good from bad, but uh, nobody comes a hundred percent ready. <laughs> so that's the part uh, we're going to have to wait and see uh, is, is Matt Eberflus, you know, the answer is, is Paul's, uh, the answer Uh You know, the first year, I don't think we can make too much out of that. Uh, So we'll see uh, what happens. I don't think he's going to be firing anybody this year. I think they're going to get another year, so we're going to find out more about that. Uh, But at some point, he is going to have to at least sign off on hiring some football people. And that is the one element of the job that we don't know a lot about yet. Hub, you know, it's
5: fascinating how the McCaskies kept kind of cycling through their own family, trying to find somebody who could do this. D- Danny has been pointing out how many team presidents in the NFL are part of the ownership family. A lot of them, you mm-hmm. know, right? It's a craft in Boston. You know, it's a Rooney. Um, and, and and the Bears have... It's
0: a, it's a Bidwell. It's a Wilf. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Jones. It's a Mara. Yeah, Just keep going. It's
5: and, and they tried, right? The, the McCaskies tried with Michael uh, and they tried for a little while with George. It seems like George is excited to get Back to uh, a, a level where he does not um, get in, get as involved as he has had to um, in, in in recent years, um, and so it, that in itself seems to be a healthy thing. Do you think the McCaskies will be long for this team? Will they Will they hold on and maintain ownership through the stadium process and and beyond?
1: Well, you know, first of all, I think a lot of the McCaskie. Ownership involvement, you have to remember there was 11 kids, you know, and uh, I think probably all wanted to be the boss at some point. Uh, I I know of at least five who did, you know, and and so that's why it went on as long as it did. Uh, George is not removed from the operation by any means. Uh, uh, Well, Kevin is is going to be the day-to-day chief, uh, he's still going to report to George. And and, uh, I think that George is better suited for it than Michael Michael was, and and, uh, uh, I think that's probably a good thing for the future of the franchise. Uh, I think that that, that George will certainly, uh, you know, again, I talked to him about this a little bit last night. Uh, uh, He's excited about the hiring of Kevin, and, and I think he will try and keep his distance, let the man do his job. But the team is still owned by the McCaskies, and so he still is uh, if they ever need a final word, he is the final word. Um, and I think he'll probably uh, – his job probably won't change all that much. Uh, you know, um, it really comes down to, again, is Kevin Warren the right guy? And and he brings a great track record. And so, uh, you know, hopefully that does lead to Super Bowls. You know, that, that's the eventual goal. Nothing else really matters, and uh, uh, they're starting from the bottom. They have a ton of assets to work with. He's in a good place to be starting. Uh, he's going to get a couple years uh, of uh, a free ride, if you will, and uh, if they bring in the right talent over the next couple years, uh, you know th- this could uh, be positive it's much sooner than people expect. Hub
0: Barkish is our guest. Did you enjoy uh, super Wildcard weekend, Hub?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I didn't expect those Saturday games to be as good as they were. Every one of them was really good. Uh, uh, couldn't, you know, make much of uh, Monday night, obviously. But other than that, uh, a lot of good football. You know, it was interesting, guys. I, I don't remember the last time there were so many basically 500 teams involved in the playoffs. I mean, you know, all these 9-7, 9-8 and, seven, nine and eight teams, whatever it is. Um, uh, you know, you don't expect a whole lot, but the football games were very good and and, and at least entertaining. Um, and in almost every case, the best team won. And so I think this weekend has a chance to be very good and, and, and maybe more exciting or and better played, maybe, is the way I would put it. Not that these games were poorly played. Um, I was disappointed in Minnesota, to be honest with you. I, that was the game I, I didn't, you know, uh, the Giants – it was a good year. The Giants are a good football team. They certainly deserve to win that game, and I'm not writing them off for this weekend. Uh, but that was the one game where we had a 13-win team that people were never really convinced that the Giants were a 13-win team even though they won 13 games, and they didn't play like one uh, over the weekend. So that was a little disappointing. But other than that, I thought it was a great weekend.
0: What do you think it says is a trend, if anything, that of the eight teams that are alive divisional weekend of the playoffs – Seven of them have coaches with an offensive background, and the eighth is Sean McDermott, who was on Andy Reid's staff, and they're led by their offense, and Josh Allen, who was developed by Brian Dable, who's on the Giants and is still alive in the playoffs.
1: Well, you know, certainly offense uh, uh, makes for bigger TV ratings, and, and and whether it sells, you know, more uniforms and things like that, I don't know, uh, but but people enjoy Seeing touchdowns, you know, and and that's a that, that's a good thing. As far as what impact it will have on the league, on the playoffs, uh, on the game itself, th- this this changes. You know, it goes back and forth. There there have been periods where all the head coaches were defensive oriented, then all offensive oriented. It's rarely cut and dried, and so it is uh, you know a factor in the game now. Uh, people like to see points scored, and so uh i and obviously they're winning you know and that's why seven out of the eight are offensive guys and uh you know, I suppose that's good for the game and uh it's what the owners want you know uh, the the value of the n f l continues to increase and 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 that is uh what's happening with all these offensive coaches but the one thing that I feel very comfortable in predicting that I will practically guarantee is that five, six, seven years from now, it'll be more defensive head coaches again. That's always been the the history of the league, is it goes from one side to the other and keeps going back and forth. Hmm, You
5: think so? Even though the rules have enabled scoring so much, and you talked about the TV factors and the ratings factors. You do th- what? What is going to make it slide back towards defense,
1: you think? Well, because somebody's going to have to stop these offenses if they're going to contend <laughs> with them, um, and they will figure out a way. And it's also about talent, you know, and, and right now there is, you know, more and better offensive talent than there is defensive talent. I think one of the things uh, that I worry a little bit on the offensive side is that, there there's some very good quarterback play right now but it seems like all of the future hall of fame quarterbacks are on their way out and i'm not sure how many of these younger quarterbacks are going to be those guys you know i'm not sure how many they're going to be able to do it for you know 10 15 years i'm not saying they can't or won't but i haven't seen that yet you know and and uh and that uh that is i think probably one of the reasons over the history of the game that it has gone back and forth, some of it is the quarterbacks, but some of it's just the defense and and right now there's more talent on offense. And uh, you know, just as as a natural result of playing the game, we're going to get to a stretch again in a few years where suddenly there's more. As a matter of fact, I was just doing some reading today, starting to get ready for the draft. And I, I read one piece where somebody was predicting that six of the top ten possibilities for the first overall pick are defensive linemen. Now, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's the way it's going to work out, but that's the way it looks right now. And on this draft, there's going to be a lot of really special defensive talent. And if they become great NFL players, that's where these transitions come from.
5: Have you allowed yourself, Hub, to to formulate what you would do with this moment where you have the Bears with the number one pick, a quarterback starved team at two, a quarterback starved team at four, and Justin fields and trade offers coming Have you formulated what your plan would be? Were you in that chair?
1: What I would do if I felt like I could get the right value is trade the first round pick um, because the bears have a lot of building to do and, and it's great having all that cap money to spend and uh, uh it's great having the number one pick in every round, but they need more picks and they're they're kind of damned if they do and damned if they don't on the quarterback. It's Justin Fields is a really interesting prospect. The problem is that you know basically after a few years he's still a prospect. He is he he was one of the more overrated players in the league this year in terms of what he was actually doing on the field as a quarterback. You know you you can't ignore the fact that in the two years that he's become the starter. The Bears have finished 30th and now 32nd in the league passing. And you're not going to win Super Bowls that way. And that doesn't mean that he isn't going to get better and that a big part of the problem isn't the entire offense, not just the quarterback, because uh, the first uh, isn't true. He is going to get better. And the second is true that there's a lot of problems besides the quarterback. But, you know, I don't know what you guys think and what you're saying, I don't see an NFL passer yet. You know, he's still not seeing the field the way he needs to. He's still not, you know, making the throws at the right time to the right spot that he needs to. And and he's still young. And, and, and I think he's going to get better again this year. He definitely has the arm strength. He's got the, the, the talent and uh, he's got a chance to develop as a franchise quarterback, but he's not even close to a sure thing. The problem is that if you look at the three or four quarterbacks who are going to be first round draft choices this year, I don't know if any one of them is good enough to be the first overall pick. You know, I I think you got a lot of guys who could be the third or fourth pick. you got guys who could be 11, like Fields was. Um, And I I just think that because you have a chance in Fields and because you need so much more and you can get so much by trading that first overall pick if you make the right deal, that's what I would be looking to do right now.
0: Yeah, that part I completely agree with. I think that they'll keep Fields and they'll trade the number one pick and acquire as many assets as possible to, to build around him. I, you know, uh, said it a lot hub. I think that, uh, you know, last year he was square peg round hole there. They didn't adjust the system to his talents this year, the first four games, it was kind of more of the same. And then after the mini buy, uh, after that, you know, Washington game on Thursday night, they started running him more and doing more things to his skill set. And for a stretch of like 10 weeks, he was Pretty good now, certainly more as a runner than than a passer, but the the point production was there, and he had flashes of a very high ceiling as a passer, despite having a bad pass blocking offensive line and a bad uh, group of pass catchers so to me, it feels like if the flashes are there with that group around him, uh put the group around him and give him you know this would be the first time in four years that he would play two consecutive years in the same system, right? He was with Ryan Day, then with Matt Nagy, now with Luke Getze. This year, in theory, he'll be it'll be Luke Getze, then Luke Getzey. I think if you add in another year of experience, a year of continuity, upgraded pass blockers and pass catchers, and he's only in year three in the NFL, so he's got this year and next year where he would still be cheap on that rookie deal, I, I think that's the window for Justin Fields to really take that leap.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I, I think that's the hope, and, and, and I know that the Bears – are thinking that that is possible, and, and I believe it's possible. I mean, again, he, he, you know, he's 6'3", 230 pounds. He's, he's, he's if not the best-running quarterback in the NFL, certainly one of the two or three best, and that is a tremendous value. But then there's some other things that you can't ignore. He is 5-20 as a starting quarterback, and, and that's not what bothers me as much as the next thing I'm going to tell you, which I was looking into last night, which surprised me. He's never thrown for 300 yards in a game. And he's only thrown for 200 yards five times. Yeah, You know, that that is not NFL passing. You know, that's not good enough. And, and and part of that, again, is because of the talent at the wide receiver position and, you know, getting better on the offensive line and a lot of things. But it's also mostly him, you know. And, and so that's the step that he has to take this year. And it better not take all year because if they're still, you know, trying to develop this and build it all year long, then – Uh, you know, it starts to suggest that this isn't likely to happen. But, um, you know, I I think that they're in a great place with the cap space they have and with the number one overall pick, Uh, but it is made a little trickier by not knowing more about fields than they do right now.
5: But that hope is uh, – that hope when you've got a guy who's giving you this as a starting point, still probably better than taking a chance um, with one of these other quarterbacks, as you had mentioned, with the picks. Hub, I, um, I, I heard from someone who was watching last night on television up there in Lake Forest, the city council under, honoring the EMS, the emergency medical services people, who have saved people's lives on three recent occasions, and that's where you were last night. Um, as part of honoring the EMS folks there that must have been uh a, a yet another kind of special and memorable night for you in this um this time of of
1: recovery. Uh. Well, yeah, it, it was a very nice evening, but let's be real clear on this. Um they weren't honoring me, they were honoring the people who saved me. <laughs> right. They, they were they were the ones who, who deserved the honors and and it was it was a very nice night and it was great uh to see uh, both the the Bears uh, medical people and the uh, Lake Forest police. Um, I had never met the guys who actually showed up and and you know basically brought me back to life. And so uh, it, it was a cool evening. I also learned something that really caught me off guard. I, I didn't know this, um, but according to the, um, the 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 people who were running the program last night, the this is something that that everybody in Chicago and Illinois should be very proud of. Apparently, this year. The current success rate of, of uh, you know, saving people and rehabilitating was 55 percent of the people who had to have the treatment that I had. The, the annual rate is only five percent. I, that that just floored me that apparently in this country, I'm one of five percent who survives something that I survived. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it was a great night to see the police uh get the credit and the honor that they deserve and um very nice that folks in lake forest to make that happen
0: wow that's an incredible you mean you mean like the national average is five percent yeah
1: that's what they said last night yeah wow. people yeah who who uh, basically have stopped breathing and need to be uh re, you know saved uh only five percent live that, that's what they reported and, and uh I, I i can't i I was stunned by that. I, 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 I certainly I wish it was better. I, I hoped it was better. I, I know I heard it right. There was a bunch of other people with me there last night. Also, we were talking about how surprised everybody was. And how cool is it that it's only 5% nationally, but 55% in Illinois.
0: Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I wonder if it's like uh, proximity of people. Like, if it happens in a rural area and there aren't people near you or something like that, that's that I would not have guessed that, but uh, another amazing milestone for you, hub. And it's great talking football with you, so uh, thank you as always for the time and the context and the insight. Thank you, sir.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. Thanks, hub.
0: Tub Arkish with us, so yeah. Um, the context there on Warren, he is a believer. The field stuff, he is obviously uh, still a skeptic, which we've known, we've we've talked about that with him before and uh, but he did say he would keep him I'm, I'm ready for him to say bryce young at some point between now and april i'm I ready know. for it it'll happen but uh, i'm not there yet i know i know and I, I don't think he's there yet either
5: it's funny there's some textures saying like go get him danny go get him i thought no no i no. thought our boy was very very I'm respectful not, i'm not ready
0: <laughs> i got a lot in me i don't know i don't have that in me anymore i don't know maybe that makes me soft no it
5: doesn't it doesn't because just, as you've always said just sports opinions man
0: yeah absolutely and, and, absolutely. and it, it, it
5: pales in comparison to the uh it, the, the,
0: it, the broader stuff disagreement is good yes um all right, you ready to start going through some of these crack slippers? Oh, I love crack slippers. Absolutely.
5: It's what uh, it's what Bobby Brown wore as he mm-hmm. helped make a bath for Whitney Houston. Yes, we,
0: crack slippers. Stuff we haven't gotten to because we've been apart from each other. Oh, that's what it is. Or the uh, Bears have hired a new team president. We got a lot. Some of it's uh, dumb things or funny things that we've said or participated in. Some things it's in the world of sports. A lot of it's some uh, baseball related. We got a lot to get to. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score, the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Adam McKay, honestly, always a pleasure. Big fan of the show. Afternoons on the score. So you know, it's funny that that didn't come up. That must have slipped through the cracks. I mean, our guy's in the Dominican Republic. He's hosting panels. He's. Telling me to take Dr. King Day off and then roasting me on the air for <laughs> taking Dr. King I, Day
5: off. I didn't off. roast you. was Will Perdue. Well, I, let, well, I allowed Will Perdue to roast you.
0: All of a sudden, and then the Bears have the audacity to hire a president and that, that I have the only opinion on that is different than the masses. So then that dominates two days' worth of coverage. And we're like, you know what? There are a lot of things we haven't talked about. Yeah, there are. There are a lot of things, and a lot of
5: them are sort of baseball related. Uh, at least these first couple from the Cubs convention. You were there on Friday. I
0: was there on Friday.
5: Uh, overall, the vibes were good. Right, the vibes were very good. It was a very
0: everybody. You
5: weren't down there. I was.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. The vibes were great. I mean, Mark Grody uh, pinch hit for you. Yeah, he brought his World Series ring. He worked the blue carpet, dude. I got roasted by Clark. Oh yeah, do we? Do I, we have that? Can I
1: hear
5: that? No. Oh, oh it, it's a video because he's a mascot. <laughs> yeah. Oh right, right.
0: That's
6: fair. <laughs> That's fair. But we do have to. I'm gonna send you the video right now, and you can but, react. Don't worry, speaks.
4: I thought the same to myself when we did that live in the three o'clock hour at Cubs convention. Oh, you had
0: a few. Yeah. You, you questioned that guy? <laughs> time? I did. Yeah. In fairness, it worked. Though we were waiting for three different guests who were not showing up, and. I still think it worked. I was on my
5: (laughs) sick bed um, that day, and I was listening. I was, yeah, boy, was I hurting. Um, But sure, you were. Yeah, I was. I couldn't. I I could. I I could barely speak. Talk about a hell week. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it it actually worked uh, on the radio. It worked. You roasted Clark. He got it, and then you described him doing. Him roasting me. Yeah. See,
0: I can do
6: play by play. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it's just that easy, folks. I it,
6: sent it to you, Speaks, and I'll tweet it right now okay, from the show
5: good. account.
0: Oh, good, good, good. good. Yeah, that's, that's very much that's, looking forward to lovely. seeing that. Yep. Uh, all right, well, so let's start with a topic that is old and been discussed many times, but <laughs> I. But I so, so good. Oh, my God.
5: Clark copying your pitching uh, movement from your first pitch and absolutely nailing it. Roasting you on the radio. Yeah. Mascot who can't talk. It dominating was, you in a disc contest. It was
0: it, again. It stayed with me all weekend. It was mortifying. Um, I, I think it's funny that Tom Ricketts seems to be surprised. Every time he gets placed in front of a microphone, not really when he comes on Molly and Hall, not because they wouldn't ask they've asked mm. before and they're asking like newer questions, but like seemingly every other time he's confronted with fans, he's asked about this person and he's surprised. So here is Tom Ricketts teasing the crowd at Cubs convention about what the next statue is gonna be at Wrigley.
2: And something has turned out really nicely over the last few years is our statue program. We do want to announce that our next statue is um, in progress. And, um, no, not Sammy Sosa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not, it's uh, some, somebody a little more obvious and I'm sure that everyone in this room can guess who that is, so. Um, So, I think we have him with us today, do we? He's sitting uh, sitting right Uh, there. Ryan Sandberg. How about that?
0: (laughs) Ryan, (laughs) Ryan, Ryan. I know that video went viral on the internet, so I'm not the only person who found that hilarious. But is that not objectively hilarious? He took it well. He, he did take it well, but I feel like he didn't. Uh, like you don't hear there. The Some, somebody goes, Sosa. Yeah, but you don't really hear it that clearly. I'm sure it was kind of clear in the, in, in the room. Which is I'm,
5: why he said it and drew more attention to it. Drew
0: way more attention to it. That's not how you want to introduce Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Sandberg to get his new statue. Uh, and it's just like whenever
5: these Q&A things come up. Especially when we know how Ryan feels about steroids and what they did since yeah. he said it. So eloquently in his own Hall of Fame speech.
0: Yeah, and he's like, and, and, and is it even more obvious? I I, I guess what because it, is because
5: Sandberg more obvious of a statue recipient than Sosa? Yes, I I guess it is more obvious. Number number one, he is in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yep, that's a big one.
5: Number two, he is in the good graces of the organization, having been featured in any number of ways on any number of levels. Uh, with the organization and its multiple media partners. Right. I, so that, that that makes that's – you're not going to just surprise everyone with time for a Sosa statue when you haven't even welcomed him back in any capacity.
0: Factoring that part in, of course, I'm saying if you polled the audience, who was the better Cub? Don't do that. It's very but
6: painful. Not even better Cub. I love Ryan Sandberg as a dude. He's great. He was awesome with us at the station, but – what Sammy Sosa did for the organization, uh, much more than Ryan Sandberg.
4: Whoa, whoa. Ooh, we've whoa, got a 50 50 split whoa, here. Whoa, much more
6: Spinks. than Ryan Sandberg. No. Look, post 9 11, Sammy running out the right field with the mini American flag. Uh,
5: uh, uh, okay. How about being like playoff relevant and decent at all and fun to watch pretty much on his own no. for a decade for Sandberg? The
4: big boy table of best second baseman who ever lived.
5: Yes. <laughs> Top three, four second baseman of all time maybe
6: this is recency bias because i am so
5: much younger
6: than all of you ding that that maybe that's, that's, it. Part of it. Maybe that's it that's part of it that's part of it guys oh, oh, are just all old and also old. The,
5: the magic of 98 and the home run chase which i acknowledge uh, yeah, and everything like six. that yeah
0: oh, okay yeah but, but so i'm actually with Shane
6: Hell yeah you are i've yeah, always two, said that two, you here. have the best opinions out there all
0: right, well but, but you th- you think Sosa
5: is a more obvious and deserving uh, statue cub than Sandberg did
0: more for the cubs Pre-1998, number of seasons where the Cubs had 2.6 million or more of attendance. One. 1998, 2.6 million attendance. Years Mm post-1998 with 2.6 million or higher of attendance. Every single year except 2021. The guy
6: changed everything. And I don't care about steroids. Well, were you that. not entertained? But you know, during the steroid era, it, it speaks. Yeah, yeah, no, make eye contact with I'm me. So, I hate my life. I'm were sorry. you not entertained by, by the steroid? Era? Of course I was. Exactly. And, no, and then I
0: know you felt betrayed and you were the baseball romantic who felt duped, and we've talked about it. But, like, the, the Ricketts family who
4: bought the so Cubs. Just
5: sweep all that completely out of the rug. Sweep everything.
0: I mean, well, you know, it's your game. Uh, well, here's
4: the, here's the thing. I mean, I will also say Sammy deserves a statue and deserves recognition there because I. Well, of things to be true. Does. But to say that he's more obvious or a better player, more meaningful to the Cubs than Ryan Sandberg, who was nearly a nine win player. Player on a team that should have went to the World Series and brought, not one because the Tigers were good in '84. Yeah, but they, he they the best they player. Should have been there on a team that should have won the pennant that year, mm-hmm. and and for several years surrounding that as well. The best player on that team. Yeah, it, the defining era he for, was, for Cubs baseball.
0: He was, uh, yeah, sure. And again, he's in Cooperstown, so I'll, I'll I'll even concede a more obvious statue. I just think it is close. And for Tom Ricketts, the asset that he purchased is more valuable. Sosa contributed more to the value of the asset that Tom Ricketts owns than Ryan Sandberg did. He created a generation of fans and it's just, it's just, it's stark. It's right there in the attendance numbers, man. It, it completely, they had never sniffed 3 million fans until 98.
5: Those reasons, um, those reasons. And though that incredible obviousness is why Sammy should. And I think eventually will be welcomed back in and ought to be um, a part of, uh, part of uh, the Cubs present. He, he, he should be. And, and I believe that Tom and the Riggetts family need to get over whatever that is and be the adults and help bridge that gap and all of that. So I'm not arguing against that. But, you know, as you are putting statues together, the guy who is already there in the family and the guy who is the Hall of Famer yeah. is inherently a more obvious choice. The word you're looking for is perhaps deserving, you know, and if you want to argue more deserving, I suppose I suppose you could.
0: I just am ready for Tom Ricketts to A, get over it, but at the very least, B, stop being surprised when you go to Cubs convention and you're confronted with Sammy Sosa stuff. It is going to happen every single year and that should tell you something (laughs) like you you are in a room the fact that that many people are like you know we love sammy (laughs) yeah we know you have a grudge and it's tough because you didn't whatever that's the part that is so funny to me it's like you it's like i'm the most accessible owner that there is (laughs) i want to bring back the panel yeah i want to go in front of all these people why do you guys keep talking to me about Sammy Sosa? <laughs> I don't know. Can we
5: take care of Rhino first? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like Rhino does deserve a statue. Of course he does. He's older as well. So yeah. you, get, you get the older person, the sure. older player, the more obvious, the yeah. more deserving player. And then eventually maybe there's one for Sammy. I doubt it, but oh, there's, there'll it. be something. There'll be something for Sammy eventually. And, and there should be, but, you know. Sammy's got to get out of his own way a little bit. It'd be nice if oh, he did.
0: What is? No, he doesn't. is he doing wrong? Not admitting it.
5: That's that's part of it, sure. Well, is there anything else? No. Um, well, it, it 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 doesn't matter. It
0: it, it really it really I mean, doesn't it matter. It Clearly does. Well, uh, it matters to Tom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, just it's so funny, man. They they play his home runs in the hype up video. They celebrate his on this day accomplishments. The 66 flag is on the roof.
6: They've given Rafael Palmero a statue, who was drafted by them in '87. <laughs> And he's worse than, than Sammy. Who's
0: given
5: Rafael Palmeiro the a statue? The Cubs did. No. Yeah,
6: I, I walk by it every morning when I take Willie for a walk. That's
5: not who that is. Yeah.
6: No, there's a Rafael Palmeiro. It might be new, uh, <laughs> but it's out there. I'm no. telling you, it's right by the DraftKings Sportsbook. I, 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 no, no, that's You're not You like him. how
4: Shane's making up lies while all these callers agree with me and you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> won't put him on the I'm air? Just, well, right. we got
5: a break. We're supposed to... <laughs> I, we're, we, right. we do have time to take some of those
6: sensible right. callers I, I after the break. I will screen these callers during the break, but, but I get hey. to make sure Chicago sure. knew that the Cubs built a Raphael Palmero statue got you. It's got on the you. corner of Clark and Addison. Yeah. We'll address, go check it out right now. We'll address
0: some other Spiegel Cubs audio from his panel next on The Score. What do you think about Spiegel's not showing up today, Matt? What do you think about that? It's absolute
2: garbage. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Right? You show, you post. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. I don't, if I get, if I have the sniffles, I don't get a day off.
0: That's exactly right. All right. You got to go, but we had to get that in. <laughs> That is uh, David Ross crushing you for not showing up to Cubs convention to just do your job.
5: hammering me. Yeah. You set him up for that. And all I did was let Will Perdue make his point on Monday that you were taking every holiday off. You know? <laughs> and I just didn't fight him on it. You. Can you answer one question for me? Of
1: course. Is your partner such a big shot that he doesn't work on holiday?
5: Oh, God. It's such a good question. It's Who'd such a good her? question. I think... I think he doesn't respect the working man. Is um, oh my is my God. thought on it? You know what I mean? He's like, oh he just God. signed a new contract for it's just a lot of money. It's an outrageous amount of money. And
1: and is I, he kind of like the the music acts? You know, when they come into town, they have a long list of demands. And when you guys walk into the studio, yes, you know, there's there's a bowl of M and M's, but it's only red, green, and yellow only.
5: Yes. Yes, um, one time Mitch Rosen put brown M&Ms in the bowl, slapped across the face,
1: Will.
0: Huh. I thought you just said that you just All did Will was, uh, uh, allowed Will to it. do it. Yeah. That's
1: what I meant. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Interesting. All right, I might have played I don't, along. I, I, don't, I don't care about the working man because you told me to stay home on <laughs> Dr. King Day. That's interesting. That's what we do, isn't it? Yeah, Why? It's,
5: uh, we we lie. We bust toss each other when we're not there.
0: Yeah, no, that's it's a tale true. as
5: old as time.
0: Except what we said was true. What that you were going to show I up. That I had the sniffles, and that you were going to show up for your panel. Well, no, but you. But the day before,
5: you thought for sure I'd show up for the the Ross and Hoyer and and Cub interviews. Yeah, but
0: you, you you already have this job. That was <laughs> you were you were searching for some other. <laughs> you're like you you're not going to miss an opportunity to sit in a suit and tie uh, next to. Crane,
2: okay. <laughs> Kenny, and Colin Faulkner, and
0: David not <laughs> Julian Green.
2: <laughs> this panel, which is not the most interesting panel of the day. Um, Thanks. Thanks. We...
5: Yeah, Crane calling <laughs> us out for not being the most interesting panel.
0: Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Mm. It wasn't. But I, mean,
5: <laughs> but I was
0: there, Danny. I know you were there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So
5: that's a <clears throat> That would be a nightmare scenario.
6: <laughs> I coughed. <laughs> How <laughs> many Cubs of ex- executives did you give COVID?
5: <laughs> it's a good question. Since I don't have COVID, but it was some kind of bad virus. Yeah, I haven't heard back from anybody that I that I gave it to them
0: because they're no longer with us.
5: I cared about you <laughs> and your kids, Danny. I cared about Owen. I knew we had a birthday coming up. Yeah, happy birthday, Owen. Thank you. Happy birthday, Mike. <laughs> um, and I I didn't want to give you the virus and have you bring it home to the boys.
2: Well, it's very, it's very, very, very considerate of you. We talk about all sorts of topics, <laughs> but we do talk about players. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's me coughing. That is you getting Crane Kenny sick. <laughs> I made it like f- f- live on television. Forty-three
5: minutes into a forty-five-minute panel, and then the coughs started to come. Oh, we
2: no. talk about all sorts of topics, <laughs> but we do talk about players. I
5: had no cough button. I'm, I'm, I'm panicked. I'm wearing like a lavalier microphone. Oh my God, is that clean? That is.
4: <laughs> it's oh isolated. Yeah, that- <laughs> oh wow. I wish you were only the one time, though. <laughs> you was? said it was just once. Everyone told me it was just one time, but it turned out it got pretty bad later on. Oh, really? Two
2: really, really important questions uh, for us. One was – you know, what What can we do at Wrigley Field to make it more accessible? And the second part is, you know, for rideshare, for those who, who use Uber or another service, you know, what can we do to make it easier to get to your rideshare location? On the first part, um, you know, we're really proud of what's happened with the 1060 project. So we've added 50% more uh, ADA seats than we had before the project started. We went from three elevators to 11 elevators for vertical transportation. I think one of the things that was near and dear to our heart and wow. Really important to the Ricketts family was that we we do make Wrigley more accessible.
0: <laughs> Boy, that's just disrespectful.
5: Dude, I have a throat,
2: throat, throat lozenge.
0: give it a subject matter. I mean, geez. Yeah, I feel
5: like Jalen Johnson when he started playing the, uh, the the smoke detector. I don't know what you're talking him. about. That's
0: how I remember the panel going too. It's amazing Jaylen. how
5: rhythmic and and repetitive my coughs and throat clears oh, were. Well
0: timed. Thank you. They were well. They
6: were yeah.
5: well timed. Good repeatable motion. <laughs> yeah, <Right>? repeatable <laughs> mechanics. Absolutely.
0: Wow! Oh God, you were sick, huh? It was, yeah, it was, it I was guess tough. I guess you were. <laughs> yeah, I <it> was. Yeah. <laughs> Did you learn anything from your esteemed panel? Um, yeah, I learned I learned some stuff.
5: <laughs> yeah. I I learned that almost assuredly, although they would not confirm. So I shouldn't say almost assuredly. <laughs> well, almost. <laughs> You're putting that there vaguely, almost, possibly. Bruce Springsteen for a couple of days as part of the concert lineup. Mm. Oh, Ridley. you think a
6: couple days? Yeah, I think so. Well, More. it has to be a couple of days because Bruce doesn't play back to back. So it has to be a few days. I mean. Yeah.
5: So uh, I think a couple of
6: what I said just made no sense. I know, it, 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 the fact that he has to play back to back. Show. Yeah. The, the, the fact that he has to play back it doesn't play back to back has nothing to do with the fact that it has to be a couple days. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna back out for the for the rest of the show. But yeah. speaks.
5: How are the business operations?
6: <laughs> for the Not
2: quest? sure what I just said. Two down, nobody on. <laughs> Thanks,
0: <Pat>.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know, business operations is hugely uh, impactful on the box scores and the stuff yep. that everybody looks at.
0: That'll be a tough ticket. But multiple shows will help. Uh, but yeah, still going to be back a tough to back to days is going to make it tough. Yeah. Um, he doesn't play back doesn't to back, play back to which is
5: why he's there for two days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you think Bruce Springsteen can afford uh, a hotel for multiple I'm sorry, days? Guys. <laughs> guys, so That's
5: all right. I had a, had a great time at the convention uh, for my brief time there. I saw our guy, John Vincent. Talked uh, edibles with John Vincent, <laughs> as you do. Nice. Um, lovely, lovely moment. I was talking to him and one of the Cubs organists, John Benedek, uh, for Name a moment. Uh, downstairs. Well, here, I-, I wanted to share this with you. I'm talking to those guys, right? Yeah. And my wife was there. And then somebody's walking by. On her birthday. Yeah, on her birthday. And somebody's walking by and taps me, inter- interrupts. And I look over and I say, oh, and it was Ryan Sandberg. Saying hello. He interrupted to say hello.
0: So you got Sandberg sick.
5: Yeah, well, I don't know. But then he walked away, and then I immediately said to Vincent and to Benedict, All right, just for the record, Ryan Sandberg just interrupted to say hello. That's what happened
4: right here. Only because Grody said, yeah, go down and say hi to Spiegel. He's <laughs> a <His> good friend. <laughs> good Mark very Grody, well yeah.
5: be. Good very well be. He interrupted,
6: be. but Sammy Sosa would have interrupted and given you a gift. <laughs> and, and and big
5: <laughs> hug. Yeah. That's big just hugs. more obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just inherently like more how obvious. like all those calls
4: are gone, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> I'd agree with that, Spiegel.
6: Interesting.
5: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they were uh, hung out to dry. I can't
4: even tell you what Rafael
6: Palmero would have done for you, who the Cubs <laughs> love, by the way. A
5: texter said, by the way, that the statue of Palmero should have had him lying to Congress. Like, that
6: would be a good look. It's so funny you say that because it does it does that's what he's, yeah, he's, he's sitting there, there at the, at the he's bench. pointing he's, he's <laughs> sitting yep.
5: there and he's pointing to congress and yep. lying
6: again right at the corner of clark a, and addison right, right across from the sports corner that's a hell of a statue
5: right there
0: you <laughs> feel that that must have been good feeling
5: <laughs> ryan Sanders. It was, it was funny yes, yeah yeah. It was, yeah it was one of those moments yeah. it's a good day for the ego which then gets chopped back down to size as it does when we <laughs> all come back together so thank you. You're welcome <laughs> for serving the purpose that we serve for each other.
0: You're absolutely welcome. Yeah. Uh, Shane Reardon is a content creator and a relationship builder.
5: Last time I saw that, it was Shane
0: Reardon in a media game. And he, and he had bourbon with a Chicago baseball luminary. Got him to say things. You think he was lied to. I think he was lied to once. The thing is terrific, though. He tried to. He he got. He badgered him to show personality. There were a lot of moments in here. There was insightful stuff. So we are going to uh, work our way through as we're doing crack slippers of Shane Reardon with Pedro Grafal over Bourbon. Next on the score.
3: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?